The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Happy Monday. Thanks for joining us again today as we take a few minutes out of our day in God's word. I hope you had a great weekend as you worship Jesus and spent some time uh, with family. And as you look forward to this week, hope you have got excitement for what God can do and what God is going to do in your life as we look into the fall season. Kids are going back to school. Uh, work kind of picks back up as vacations come to an end. And um, the next season of life, fall season, kicks off. And, uh, but we're glad we are with us as we start in that season and move to uh, what all God has for us in the coming months. If you're following along with us in Scripture, we're in the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 11. So if you're following along with us, we're going to finish Matthew chapter 11 today and continue on our study in the next this week. Um, today we're going to look at a passage. Uh, the second half of what we're going to look at is quite familiar. Uh, we reference it often. It's a great passage to reference. If you are feeling a bit overwhelmed in life, if you're feeling a bit discouraged, you're trying to look for answers and for help, uh, the second half of this is a phenomenal, uh, familiar passage. The first half, it's not as familiar And because of that, it's easy to look at and say, I'm not exactly sure what Jesus is saying and how these two connect. So let's go ahead and begin reading it. Verse 25 of Matthew 11, it says, At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Father will reveal, wills to reveal him. Then, of course, verse 28, come to me all. We'll get to verse 28 in a second. Let me explain these first couple verses here. And what's he saying? He says that you have chosen not to reveal these things to the wide and prudent, revealed them to babes. Now, here's really the premise. He's, He's not criticizing education. He's not coming back saying getting education, getting knowledgeable, things like that, that's the problem. That's that's not what he's saying here. He's just simply coming and saying those people who think they're so wise, so intelligent, they got this all figured out on their own. And they can get through life, they can get through the Christian life alone. Um, They're self-righteous, they're self-arrogant, they they got this, they don't need Jesus. So what he's done for those people who have just so convinced in their own knowledge, their own intelligence, their own talent, uh, their own finances, all the things going on, he has made it complicated for them. See, and then he says, you've revealed it to babes. Here's the point. If you're looking to... I put it, uh, if you're looking to try and figure out all the answers of life, you can go through and try to really make this whole entire thing way too complicated. You start digging in every once in a while, I hear this online, these different theological debates over nothing, to be honest. And some of these things are good. It's great to dig deep in scripture. It's great to study those things out. A lot of times we're, we're making up silly things with this great desire um, to be intelligent, to prove our intelligence. As a matter of fact, some people dig so deep into it, uh, literally what they end up doing is they end up overthinking something that God's made too simple. The, the core of religion as we use it, what I mean by religion, is all of the things we need to do to be accepted by God, all the things we need to do that are added to grace for salvation is my idea of religion. A man-made, a man-centered system that forces you to be so good, and if you're good enough, maybe you'll be accepted into heaven. That to me is religion. And what they do is they get outside of scripture, or they take certain scriptures, and they say, it's not really what you, what, what you think it means. It's too complicated. 
created. And because people think they're so smart, God hides it from them. That's why in Scripture, um, God used parables. He used parables because those who were seeking the truth, the parable made complete sense. Those who were looking just to find criticism with Jesus, the parables did not. Uh, those who were trying to overthink it, be too smart, that's the premise. And so really it comes down to this. We need to set aside um, us trying to show how impressed we are. And he says, you revealed it to babes. He told us another section to come to Jesus as a child. We, we make this too complicated. And if you try to make it too complicated, you're going to miss the simplicity that is in Jesus Christ. And that's what he tells us there. But then he moves on to the second step. And he says, this is, the, I say, the more popular of the passages. Uh, he says in verse 28, Come to me, all you who, are, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So he comes into this idea, come to me, all, catches all you who labor and have you laid, and I will give you rest. I think the first thing he's looking at is the aspect of salvation. He starts off with the idea uh, that those of you who are unsaved, who've yet to really understand a relationship with Jesus, and maybe you've been trying through religion, maybe you've been trying through good works, maybe you've been trying through a lot of other things, to find a way to uh, impress God, to find God, to experience God, all the things the world wants to say. And you're struggling with it because it's overwhelming. And you're going to the battles of life and you feel alone. You're going to the battles of life and you feel as though God doesn't exist or at least he doesn't really let him know to you. Why? Because you've missed the truth that the, this whole journey is not religion. It's a relationship with Jesus. Now there's things in scripture we need to follow and there's some things in scripture that I think are good for us to learn and follow and obey. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. But it starts with that relationship. We turn it around. Do good works to hopefully be accepted by Jesus, where Jesus says, come to me as you are. I love you and accept you, and let your faith develop that into works. So he says, come unto me all who are laborers. So it starts with people who are saved. I think, too, it goes to those. Um, you know, we can talk about the idea who are, have been saved, but have kind of gone away. God says, come back. Come back. When you walk away from God, you go back to that heavy life. You're saved, but you're backslidden. You're running away. You're not following. And it can become overly heavy. You don't even understand why it's so heavy. And you look back at it and say, it doesn't make sense. And he says, I will give you rest. You know, it's intriguing. There's very little in our world today that offers rest. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of noise. Uh, and very little that offers rest. And I don't mean you just sit home and do nothing. I mean rest. I mean where you can find a level of peace, where you can, you can someone else will help you carry the burden you're carrying. You're not doing it alone. You're not living this life alone. You're not trying to figure out all the things, family and relationships and money and all the things that are going on today in life. You're not trying to figure that out alone. You have a help. You have an advocate. You have a friend. And that's what he talks about, this idea of rest, something the world cannot offer. Then he, what does he say? Verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So what's he referencing? Take my yoke. Well, obviously he's going to agriculture to a farming tool term, which was very typical in those days. It was kind of the mass, biggest part of the economy. And many of them would understand that. So you get two oxen. What you do is you take a yoke. You take uh, basically a wooden harness that would connect uh, the two animals together. Uh, there's several things that came with the yoke. One, the yoke did bind them. It did lock them in so that they wouldn't go different directions. Uh, they would say sometimes it's heavy. And the premise is the world does put a yoke on you too. It puts the weight of guilt. It puts the weight of emptiness. It puts the weight of loneliness on that shoulder. And that yoke from the world is heavy because my yoke is light. 
We're not putting, we're not overwhelming you. We're going to help carry that. But the other thing about the idea of yoke is that there's two of you. And so uh, one of the unique things is if you put a brand new oxen out, they're trying to teach them, they would pair them up with the experienced one. And that's how you'd learn. The premise is you're connected to someone who's going to walk through the journey with you. You're connected with someone who's going to teach you, who's going to help you, who's going to love you. Uh, this would see in Jesus. This would see in church when you get around other people where you're not alone in the journey and you're encouraged in that journey. So come to me, take my yoke upon and learn from me. That's why he says learn from me. He says, I am gentle, lowly, and hearty. He goes, I'm not going to overwhelm you. I'm not going to put, I'm not just going to throw you into the deep end. I'm going to walk through you with you walk through and help you with it then when he says and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy my burden is light hope you understand there's still a yoke there's still a burden jesus doesn't just say come and your life will be perfect and all the problems will disappear and i'm going to help you and eliminate all these things and your life's just going to be easy no there's still going to be burdens there's still that yoke there's still those things in life that are going to bear weight they're going to become heavy he says but mine are easy mine are light so you can live the life alone. You can do all these things on your own. And you, if you've done that at any extended period of time, you understand what I'm talking about with the heaviness of it. Come with Jesus. He goes, I will go with you. And what I'm going to place in your life will be lighter and easier than where you're at. And then I'm going to walk through with it. Doesn't eliminate the problem. Sometimes people go to this passage and they say that Jesus is going to eliminate all your problems. And if you're having problems still, you're obviously not a good Christian. That's not what he's saying here. He's saying, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you navigate it. And I'm going to make the situation lighter so that we don't have, it's not the problems disappear. He just, ha we have a help in those different situations. And I hope that finds you with a little bit of encouragement today, no matter what you're going through. If you're not saved, come to Jesus. I take his yoke. Give him the yoke of the world and take his. It's so much lighter. Two, if you're a Christian, uh, understand that God loves you. Understand that he wants to help burden, carry you, carry this. He wants to come alongside. He wants to be that courage. He wants to teach you. He wants to help you. He wants to give you the strength to do what he's asked you to do because you've never asked to do this so long. Thanks again for joining us on this Monday morning. Thanks for giving me a chance to be part of your day. We hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and hope you stick with us as we jump into chapter 12 tomorrow. God bless.